Hi, everyone, and welcome to Bad on Paper podcast. I'm Olivia Mentor. And I'm Becca Freeman. And today we are coming at you with a gift guide episode. And Becca and I are in real life recording for once. Only partially because the interview is going to be non-real life. Yes, but this is real life. So you get both. Do you think it's better when we get to gaze into each other's eyes? Do you think it makes it more special? Yes. So much more intense. Do you think the listeners can feel it? I think they're going to really feel the passion behind these gift guide picks. I think so too. So we have Sarah from My Sister Made Me Buy It with us today, which is one of my favorite shopping Instagrams on the internet. And we have a bunch of categories that we are shopping for. But first, let's do some highs and lows. Olivia, what is your high and why is it spending time with me? (laughs) It is spending time with you. (laughs) We have a very random and fun evening planned after this, by the way. But my high is another thing. In addition, my second high, if you will, um, that just happened, which is I was walking around all over the city earlier today and I got this notification in my emails and it was this this person's substack and they had tagged me in a post And it was all about how I had inspired them to write more regularly about their life and their feelings. And it was, I don't know, it was called like taking the Olivia Mentor approach or something. You're an approach. It just really makes me uh, a little embarrassed, but... but You're not a person, you're an approach. (laughs) Well, thanks. I don't know what it means. Well, I guess I do kind of know what it means after reading it, but... She also had an audio version. So I got to listen to her read the post as I was walking around. The sun was shining. It was like 50 degrees, blue skies. I literally just was crying walking through wherever I was. I forget what neighborhood I was in in the city. Anyway, her name is Lauren Scott and her substack is called CE Overthinker, which is relatable. It just meant so much to me. It literally was like, it just made my day. It really made my year. It was so nice. I can't wait to read it. What's your high? My high is that I'm throwing Friendsgiving this Saturday. I'm having a bunch of girlfriends over and making almost a full Thanksgiving meal. And I'm so excited. I've been really scattered about getting organized to host dinner parties or have people over. So I'm very excited for this because I love doing it. But because I've just felt all over the place with book stuff, I haven't I haven't really planned anything the past couple of years. So I'm excited. That's going to be awesome. Have you come up with the tablescape yet? I think it's it's my regular plates. Okay. Well, that's going to be great anyway. And we- considering it's three days away, I, I <laughs> it, it's stuff I find around my house is the theme. It'll be wonderful. You could just take some pumpkins like off the street. Sure. Gourds, street gourds. I think I'll go get flowers. Um, or flowers. This at some point this week. So I'll, I'll do flowers. Very nice. What's your low? My low is universal. I think everyone's feeling this, but it's getting dark early. And I feel like my day ends at 5 p.m. Yeah. Not just my work day, like my life day. Like the <laughs> idea, I, I'm like, I need to get everything done before 5 p.m. Yeah. Like I feel like I just turn into a pumpkin at 5 p.m. once yeah, it gets dark. Yeah. I'm right there with you. The sun is basically gone. It's 4.43 as we record this. It's coming for me. It's really bad. I feel like it is absolutely, stars are out like at 5 p.m. I know. Where I live. Like it's, it's depressing. It's, it's hard. My, my theory with this is that I just need to start going to bed at like 7 p.m. 
and then I'll feel better. But I don't think that's right. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's one way to deal with it. I saw it. Kayla Kleinman on Instagram saying that she institutes an evening commute for herself, even though she works from home. Hmm. So after work, she goes and takes a walk and it's like her evening commute to transition from work to evening. It's so dark. Yeah, but I'm like, maybe that's what I need because instead I feel like I just melt into a puddle on the floor and just become a couch cushion. It's true. I have not one to cook lately either. either. When it's dark, I'm just like, well... Or I will sometimes go to a 5 p.m. Pilates class, but I'm like, my day is over at 5 yeah. p.m. now. So I need to I, I need to figure out something. Maybe uh, listeners have tips for us yeah. to survive the yeah. cold, dark winter. I feel like, I mean, this happens every year. I should have coping mechanisms. And I feel... <laughs> yeah, we're like, this com- is new. <laughs> I feel completely blindsided. What is this? Seasons. <laughs> um, what about you? What's your low? Oh, my low happened right before this. Your low is not as embarrassing as you think it is. I was it's, I was hyped up for like way worse. It's not that it's embarrassing. It is a little embarrassing. Oh, say what it is. But okay, so I used the toilet and I flush. And then it was like doing something a little weird. So I was like, I'll do another flush. It was which was in retrospect, a complete mistake. I should have just let it do its thing. Not at my house, at the hotel. No, no, yes, at the hotel. And I just saw the water slowly rising and I was like, it's going to happen. You know, when you're in a, you're in a toilet and you flush and you think it's going to overflow, but then it doesn't. Yeah. But okay. What I assumed happened (laughs) was that you like, there was nothing and it was, it clogged it. And I was like, is there poop floating around? Like it's just water. You just overflowed the toilet a little and I know, but I don't just, think that's as horrific. I know it feels well, horrific. There was just to water you. coming out of the bathroom and it was just everywhere. So what do you what did you do? I called the front desk uh-huh. and I must have sounded so panicked. I was like, hello, hello, my toilet is overflowing. And I they were like, we'll send someone up. I'm like, right away. Cause at that point it was still overflowing. But they probably get that call four times a day. I got God, I hope so. But anyway, so the man showed up with the plunger. But then I had to <laughs> Like, I barely cracked the door open. I don't know why. I don't know what I was afraid he would see. All the towels, I guess, I used to clean the floor. And I was like, it's fine. We, we I have it handled. Just, just come back with some towels. He never came back with some towels. But I left to go pick up food in the lobby and then came back and I noticed he was there. So I feel like he went in while I was gone for five minutes. Yeah, because you made it weird. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to have to shame myself. It was a small room. It was just me and the man with the plunger. I don't know. I don't think this is that bad. It just panicked me. It just panicked me because in my mind for a moment, I was like, this is going to keep overflowing until the hotel itself is flooded. Okay. I mean, (laughs) unlikely, but sure, I guess that's a valid fear. I did get a lot of messages from people saying that they've done this in various embarrassing locations. Like, this is definitely not as bad as doing it at like a relative's house. Like, I would feel bad if you were asking this hotel employee to deal with your bodily functions. Like, I have gotten my period on hotel sheets before, and I felt terrible. The origin story. I mean, I think that my use of the toilet caused the problem. There wasn't any poop around. I was trying to avoid using the word poop in this story, but anyway, there wasn't any. But yeah. yes, that would have been worse. Yeah, but, but maybe if it kept overflowing, the man with a plunger would have come in. And then like, I don't know what would have happened at that point. Like it was really close to being me and this man. And I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm glad. 
It's over. I saw my life flash before my eyes. That's that's all. I'm glad you made it. You're a survivor. I am. Do you I don't even like making a phone call. So the fact that I had that to make like a phone a call. support group that you can join for this? <laughs> I God, I hope so. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Let's take an ad break. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Cozy Earth. So we were just talking about this. And I got this question last week, too, about how exactly I survive the long, cold, dark days of winter without feeling so down all the time. And I just feel like this is a real concern for a lot of us. So my answer to this person is something I guess I need to remember, but it's to simply lean into it. Winter is the time to be cozy, comfortable, and well-rested, which is exactly why gifting someone special something from Cozy Earth is the perfect option this holiday season. You can give the gift of a good night's rest with Cozy Earth. Made from ethically sourced viscose from bamboo, their bedding is naturally breathable and temperature regulating. I can also personally recommend their pajamas, which are so soft and made, again, from viscose and bamboo. And they have holiday colors now too, which is so exciting. And I think if you are traveling for the holidays, if you're staying with family, if you're staying with friends, these are the perfect pajamas because they are really cute. They are really cozy, but I feel like they're covered up. They're not scandalous in any way. They're perfect Christmas morning pajamas that you're going to have photos taken of you and you don't want to look dumpy in some ratty old t-shirt. Like you're going to look cute. So this might be a good thing to gift yourself. And the other amazing thing about Cozy Earth's products is that they come with a 10-year warranty. Cozy Earth's products have been listed as one of Oprah's favorite things. So if you don't trust us, you can always just take it from Oprah, which is probably always a good option. Whether you opt for the loungewear, bedding, pajamas, or their socks, which are my personal favorite, Cozy Earth could make a great gift for you or your loved ones this season. I would personally love a Cozy Earth lounge set or pair of socks in my stocking this year. I'm actually personally really upset right now because both of my Cozy Earth loungewear sets are in the laundry and... It's thank you for time to it's purchase another one. <laughs> it's a difficult time for me right now. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. 35% off site-wide when you use code BOP at CozyEarth.com. That's 35% off site-wide when you use code BOP at CozyEarth.com. So we are so excited today to have Sarah with us from My Sister Made Me Buy It, which is a hybrid Instagram account and blog where her and her sister Missy share shopping recommendations that cover a wide range from fashion, undergarments, blankets, travel, pens, my favorite topic, and more <laughs> while also bringing a familial big sister vibe to your feed with life advice, mental health, and grief awareness, and lots of laughs. Sarah lives in Columbus, Ohio with her husband and nine-year-old daughter, and just recently quit her job after 23 years in pharma to pursue blogging and content creation full-time. Welcome, Sarah. Yeah, Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, who better to shop with than an expert? <laughs> I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I do love shopping. Well, this is your full-time job now. I mean, I think I know, you're about as, as expert as it gets. <laughs> I frequently so get influenced by you. So I feel like there's no one better to talk about gifting with. So we came up with a bunch of categories. And why don't we go category by category? We can each say the gift that we brought for this fictitious person. The first person we have is your BFF, 
So Sarah, what have you brought as a BFF gift? <laughs> so um, I don't want to start off like a stubby downer, but I lost my best friend last year. And I think I realized after losing her, how important it was to gift experiences. So after that loss, like I have been just really investing in like fancy dates with my friends. Like I will take my friend to like a really nice restaurant. I'm like, it's all on me. Or um, we went on a trip to a, a Excellence Playa Mojeras. I always say that wrong. Olivia I just it. call it EPM at this yeah, point. EPM. <laughs> um, and I was like, you guys, I'm going to get you all like a massage. And it was just like so nice. And I just love having experiences where we like laugh. And um, I know it's kind of morbid and maybe not what you're expecting, but I just think it's, I know friends are so special and that's why I loved your book, Becca. Um, but it's just like, wow, they really have an impact on my life. And I want to make sure that I'm spending as much time with them as possible. So when you have like little experiences like that, it's just nice to like carve out the time and really dedicate it to your friends. Oh, I'm so sorry yeah. for your loss, but I love that takeaway of actually appreciating and celebrating your friends and doing things with them to make memories. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Book the trip. If you can, I'd, I'd say always book the trip with your friends, no matter yes. what. That's one of my life. I don't know. I was going to say life beliefs. But anyway, we're on the same page. What did you um, bring, Olivia? I brought an equally deep choice, <laughs> which is uh, colorful, fancy matches from Ooh. Etsy to light your candles. So. <laughs> Tell so me more. What what makes these matches special? Where are they from? Like, sell well, the I vision. Didn't I didn't choose a specific kind because there are so many. If you just type in on Etsy, colorful, fancy matches, you can do the long matches. You can do customized match booklets, which is really cool if you want to oh, like, make fun. a little design on Canva. Like, I think it could be really nice if someone for example, just moved into a new apartment or a new house, like getting them little customized match booklets, I thought could be really cute. I think this is also good if you have a friend who like loves candles, aka myself. This is really just things I would buy myself, this entire list, essentially. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I think you can go a lot of different directions. Also, uh, fancy match strikers you can find on Etsy, like cute little ceramic things. There's just nothing worse than like having a luxury candle and lighting it with like something from like the 7-Eleven that like you would use to light so, like a joint or something. It just feels weird. Something about, something about yeah, me exactly. is that I'm afraid of matches. I'm like afraid I'm going oh. to light my hand on fire. So I exclusively use one of those really long lighters that you use to light a grill. Those are also nice. Yeah. I mean, it's not a nice one. It's a big one from... <laughs> Dwayne Reed and my candle experience is probably much less glamorous because of it. Well, if you know someone who likes candles and isn't afraid of an open flame, then sure, I would sure, suggest sure. go for that. Sure. No, I was um, just commiserating that my experience is, is inferior because of my lack oh, of right, cool right, matches. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you so does that, that mean like I just I just have like a correlation in my head and I'm not sure if this is like real life, but are you afraid to open like the cans of cinnamon rolls too? Not at all. Oh, okay. Because I'm afraid of the, the cinnamon roll pans and striking matches. I didn't know if those were related at all. Do, do the cinnamon rolls cause fires? No, they just like pop open. And oh. just like the element of surprise, just like with right. a match to me, it's just like, this is, it's a lot. I totally get it. 
I, I also kind of get it though. Cause I will often, after I light a match and blow it out, run it under the tap. Cause I'm afraid if I throw it in the yeah. trash, the trash will ignite. So I also took the brief to mean something that I would want to be gifted myself. So I've had these saved on Pinterest for a while. I sent them in the chat so you can see them. It's these rainbow splash cups, which are kind of just small juice glasses from Ooh. this online store called Coming Soon. And they're they're kind of rainbow. Each one is different. They're made by an artisan in Beacon in New York called Bow Glassworks. And they're just so pretty. They're stupid expensive. It's $50 per glass. So it's something that I would have so much guilt about buying for myself. But if somebody got me like a set of like two, I think it would be so glam to drink wine out of these or to like make a little cocktail or I don't drink juice really. But like, I don't know. I just think cool glassware is is so fun, but is probably not something that I would splurge and buy myself. I love that. They're really pretty. I mean, now that I'm talking about it and now that I have the link open on my computer, I'm like doing everything I can not to press add to cart. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Technically, it's a business expense because you had to review them for this episode. Anyway. Okay. So Sarah, our next category is kind of a dual category. Coworkers slash like casual acquaintance. I think this can be a really difficult one to shop for. What have you brought us? So I have always like with coworkers, I like to gift it like I do my friends where I will like, it'll be like an inside joke. So I usually just search Etsy for like something that they like. I think I was, I was just on Etsy the other day for Pedro Pascal. And I think... (laughs) Very relatable. Like I have been there many times. Yeah. And like I found this bookmark and it was like, I think I sent this to you, Olivia. It was like, let me hold the page for you. And it's like $4, but it's totally something that I would get like you know, someone who loves Pedro Pascal, but I'd also love doing work kits. Um, my friend made these for me as well. Like it's like a cell phone charger, a pair of headphones because like, like gum, bobby pins, hair things, just like in case there's an emergency. And I used it all year. It was so convenient. Like when I got it, I was like, huh? All right. But then I just like used it all the time. So I would probably put something together like that. Oh, that's a smart that's idea. so smart. So smart. Becca, what what have you chosen for this category? Sorry, I went out of order. Should we go in order? No, I don't I've think it matters. thrown off the whole, the whole no, cadence. I, I think okay. it's fine. <laughs> so I guess mine is more coworker than casual acquaintance. But I think it would be really fun to do like five $1 scratch off tickets and then a few cute pens. Like I think the ones from Le Pen are so cute. And you could write a note in a card that says something like, I hope you win the lotto and can like quit your job. But if not, here's some cute pens to make next year better. Oh, clever. I love that. I don't know if either of you guys have been in New York. There's this store called Goods for the Study, which is owned by McNally Jackson, the bookstore. It's in Nolita. Have either of you been? No, sounds I have it. really it's, great though. It's paradise. So there's two stores. There's a notebook store. They're next door to each other. There's a notebook <laughs> store and a pen store. And they just have all these different, they have all these cool Japanese pens that it's just, it's so cool. And they just have them in cups and they have all the colors of the Le Pen. They have all the colors of like all of these different lines of fancy pens. So if you're in New York, I would personally just go there and I would pick like a few different colors and just wrap them in a cute ribbon and then like do some scratch tickets. 
I love that. What what's that called again? Goods for the go study. There. It's and it is they literally let you test them. Yeah. It is literally my heaven. But it's like fancy. It's like they're expensive pens. It's not like a big stick. So all right, Olivia, what have you brought? Well, very similar. I brought a specific kind of pen that I think you should be giving everyone, including but not limited to yourself, which is Caveco. It's spelled K-A-W-E-C-O. I could be pronouncing that very wrong. I watched one video, but now the exact pronunciation has left my brain. Anyway, I bought this at a stationery store in London called Choosing Keeping. Oh, I love that place. On a whim. I am deeply obsessed. This one I have, I think, was maybe 15, but they have all different price ranges. And it is such a nice writing experience. I asked for some for Christmas for myself, from my family members who asked me what I wanted. And they're just absolutely wonderful. Highly suggest. Oh, I love this. This is like the perfect podcast for me. Like I didn't enjoy <laughs> thinking that we would talk about pens, but like... Here I we are. I love 70% it. <laughs> 70% of the gift guide will just be pens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else? If you're not into a pen gift for a casual acquaintance, I think is so fun. Have you guys ever shopped for ornaments on Furbish? No. Was this the so. LaCroix ornament you were posting about? No, that LaCroix actually just made ornaments that oh. I want. I'm, I'm just like trying to bully them into gifting me the ornaments that I can't buy in stores. <laughs> No, but so Furbish is like an online home slash gift store and they have such like kooky ornaments. Like they're really fun. Like they have all of the ones that are the different celebrity heads. I was just on there the other day. They have like a chicken nugget being dipped in sauce one. They have a Chanel logo that's two donuts with bites out of them. Probably. <laughs> but you could just find one for like any interest or personality. They had one that was like a weird little camper van. Like they're just such cute, weird ornaments. And I feel like they probably run 20 to $30. So if you just have like a bunch of people that you need to get a random gift for or for a white elephant, I feel like it would be a cute option. I love that. That's I have a- been there. They have like pillows and stuff too. Yeah. They have like the kind of vulgar needlepoint pillows, which is... Yeah obviously too big a gift for a random acquaintance, but I have given those to a bunch of people. I got one for Grace a few years ago that says, I want to be where the people aren't. Oh yeah. I've seen that in our guest room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right. Let's talk about what I think is one of the hardest categories to shop for. What are you getting for a significant other slash spouse? So is it me? Yeah. You're first. You're the guest. So my husband loves whiskey. And I know it's like so cliche to be like, well, I'm getting him whiskey, but there's this advent calendar that you can get from Flaviar. I think that's how you pronounce it. Or maybe it's Flaviar, like caviar. It's probably the latter. And it's just like 24 little bottles of boutique whiskey or like ones that are like hard to find. And he loves it. So it's not a surprise because um, I got this for him last year, but I got it for him again. Uh, it is kind of pricey, but it, just like makes him so happy because he just loves having a random drink like on a Friday night or Saturday night and then tasting it and trying to make me taste it. But I hate whiskey. So. Oh, that's How so fun. I it? love the advent calendar aspect. So it's usually $240, but it is on sale right now for $209. Oh, I feel like that's a pretty good value. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. Like, one whiskey drink that we had in New York was like $60. So I feel oh, like, man. yeah, I feel like it was oh, wow. like some like granddaddy's whiskey. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whiskey, but like Wait. it can get expensive. 
So I have a whiskey. I guess it's not a recommendation because I'm recommending it solely on the brand story and the aesthetic of the bottle. But I live near this like cute little liquor store. And over the summer, I went in and I bought a bunch of wine for my Christmas and July party. And I ended up striking up a conversation with a person who works there. And I told them that it was for a book party. And they were telling me about this line of whiskey that they just started stocking. And it's called Boss Molly. And it is founded by three women who all work in publishing and books. And it has like this kind of badass woman in a Western wear Hmm. shirt on the front. And she's holding, I don't know if it's, oh, it's like a machete. I have no idea if it's actually good, but I think the branding is really on point. And I like that it's like women founded and that it's women who work in publishing. I love that. I just looked it up. That's so cute. So that's awesome. We'll have to have your husband try it and give us a review. Oh yeah. He's the expert. Report back. Olivia, I don't know if you want to tell us specifically what you're getting Jake, if we feel like this is safe to say that he won't hear it or just like an example gift. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't actually know if we are exchanging gifts this year. But anyway, I have worked with FrameBridge in the past. I'm working with them again on some Christmas content right now. I'm obsessed with FrameBridge. Huge fan. Anyway, I have recently been framing objects with them. So we had the original key to our house framed. Oh, my God. By the way. If you've seen this ad that I've posted, because multiple people have been like, I've seen this ad view in Framebridge a thousand times. I also see it every day in my feed, which if it's (laughs) annoying for you, just trust me, it's way worse for me to see and hear myself every day. I've never um, seen it. I mean, either. Oh, Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) I feel less bad now. I literally see it like a hundred times a day. So it makes me self-conscious. Anyway, I am a huge fan of the brand. So for Christmas, I framed things for both my brother and Jake. And I've already shown them because they'll see the content go up before Christmas anyway. And it was things I already had laying around. And for Jake, I framed, I found like a vintage Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, which is a football team, pennant in a thrift store in Philly like five years ago. And it's our old logo. It's like the creamsicle, if anyone's familiar with the NFL and uniforms. Anyway, so I had that framed and it looked so cool for Jake's office. And then for my brother, I keep random like things from my travels, just like business cards and maps. And anyway, so I had framed a cocktail napkin from this random bar we went to in Anchorage, Alaska when he lived there called Darwin's Theory, which if you've ever been there, one of the diviest dives I have ever experienced in my life. It was as if I was on a different planet, but also like the US in 1975. Anyway, um, I've kept that cocktail napkin for over a year and I had it framed for my brother to remember his time in Alaska. So I feel like you have an item lying around. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I didn't know they did that. Yes. It's the process is incredibly easy. Like full disclosure, I am working with them, but it's unbelievably simple and they do an incredible job. I'm going to start framing so much random shit. (laughs) You can frame like anything. You can frame frame a key. You can frame clothing. Anyway, go to their website and check it out. And I feel like if you already have something sentimental around a plane ticket could be cool or concert tickets. Wouldn't it be cool to have like a gallery wall that was almost like a memory wall? Oh, I'm obsessed with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, highly suggest. Okay, so I did the least here. And I think that the way to go with a significant other is experience. It's concert tickets, comedy tickets, some kind of dining experience. Always a good option. Yeah. 
Well, what about the person who has everything? For some reason, I'm thinking this is a mother-in-law, but like it could be anyone on your list that is just like the hard to shop for person that has everything. Uh, it is for sure the sleep crown. I Excuse this me? was a table. The what sleep crown. What is the sleep crown? <laughs> Tell us more. It's this pillow that's shaped for your face and you just put it over your face, almost like you're smothering yourself, but you're not. And it's very time, relaxing. Yeah, things I bought and like posted it last year. And I was like, I don't need that. But then I finally, I was having trouble sleeping during the middle of the day because <laughs> I needed a nap. And I was like, I just wish I had something to like cover up my face. And I realized I was putting a pillow over my face. So I bought this one. She's, it's like a small company in Austin. It's so soft and the filling or something's patent pending of it. So it's just like the perfect pressure for your face. So it like muffles sounds, blocks out light, but it also just feels good. And I don't understand, but it's like the best sleep ever. I left one of mine in Florida and I like emailed her frantically and I'm like, I left it. I need something. It's like my, it's like I'm a kid again and it's my security blanket. Like I'm Googling this right now. Yeah, it's hard to explain why it's so good, but it's always sold out and you have to like log in right when they launch, which is like usually a Tuesday and in order to get it, it's so good. The images of it are so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's it's like just a pillow with like a cutout for your nose so you don't smother yourself. Uh, (laughs) I, nothing about this appeals to me, but hearing you talk about your, about how much you love it makes me so curious. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's how I was too. Is it weighted? Kind of. It's just like perfectly weighted. I don't understand why it's so good. Actually, I do have a theory. When I had my daughter, there's this theory that babies have like a fourth trimester where they want like conditions of the womb replicated basically. So they want to be wrapped up tight. They want it to be dark and they want like a sound machine. And that is exactly how I need to sleep. Like I want to be like in a blanket, like dark and I need a sound machine. So I don't know, maybe that's I just like never outgrew my fourth trimester. Honestly, it's been like a rough few years. And I feel like I would like to be gift the conditions of the womb, like just like a cleavage as a sleeping experience in the new year. I'd be like, I do need this. You were correct. (laughs) So take me back. Great. (laughs) Exactly. What about you, Olivia? What did you bring? So I brought something that I've recently gifted myself again, that I think if you were to actually open on Christmas morning, it would be just incredibly disappointing. But then down the line, I think you get a lot of use out of it. And that is a sweater shaver for when sweaters get pills really easily. I feel like the person who has everything might have this, but maybe they don't. And the day's going to come where they're going to be like, I wish I had the sweater shaver. So if you have a, a gift exchange, with someone who insists on not getting anything and they uh, have a lot of sweaters. I don't know. Just throw it out there. It might work. Okay. I use it for my couch too. Oh, like it gets that's a little genius. Snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Becca, what's your suggestion? So I am going to go new release cookbook and hope that I have beat them to it. So I have two ideas. You could do both or just one. So Dan Pelosi, Grossi Pelosi's cookbook, Let's Eat. It's like very comforting, home cooking type food, like very good for an introductory cook. And or the other one that I think would make a great gift is Molly Boz's new cookbook, which just came out in the last month called More is More. And it's kind of like a more cool girl, like 
maybe a little more medium to advanced type of vibe. Always a good a good choice, I think. Yeah, and then I feel like depending on who it is, you can also add on to it. Like you could get like Grossy Pelosi has the smiley face spoon or I know one of Grace's favorite thing to gift is the Brightland olive oil set. So it's like you can start with a cookbook and then like add things onto it. If the person who has everything is your mom and you want to spend a little more than just a regular cookbook. I love that. I feel like people who don't even really cook like to display cookbooks just as like a clout thing. So sure. Yeah, it's like it's it's an object. It's safe. It's safe. Let's take another ad break. This episode is sponsored by Macmillan Audio. So you already know we both love listening to audiobooks and we're so excited to be working with Macmillan Audio over the next few weeks to talk about some of our favorite listens. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably also know that Jake and I are on like a 253 week long wallpaper removal journey, which may actually just never end. So it's been great to have some books to listen to as we work. And Macmillan has so many incredible titles to choose from. So one of the audiobooks that I am very excited to check out is Did You Hear About Kitty Carr by Crystal Paul Smith. And this one was one of Reese's book club picks over the summer. And it is a multi-cast audiobook, which I always particularly love. So I'm very excited to check this one out at some point over the holidays. Olivia, what audiobook do you have your eye on? I am really looking forward to listening to the Finley Donovan series by El Casamano, read by Angela Daw. Finley Donovan was one of my favorite reads in the past few years. It's so funny, so smart, and has all the plotting of a well-paced thriller. I am really looking forward to listening to this one with Jake as we do our housework because it's just really hilarious and uh, can make a task that is usually really boring that much better. Plus, there are three books in the Finley Donovan series, with the fourth on sale in March. So there's lots and lots to listen to and look forward to as well. Oh, this is actually a really good idea. I read the first book, but then I never got around to picking up the other two in the series and the fourth one that's coming out. So listening on audio on like a long flight or something, yeah, that's a I great like, idea. I feel like they'd be the perfect audio book. I also think this would be a crowd pleaser to mm. listen to with a partner because it's a comedy thriller. So, you yeah. know, I, I think it would be a, a crowd pleaser because it is kind of funny. It's not too scary. It Absolutely. would be easy to get into. So both of these audiobooks, the Finley Donovan series and Did You Hear About Kitty Carr by Crystal Paul Smith are available wherever books and audiobooks are sold, and you should check them out in your holiday travels this season. So our next category is stocking stuffer, which is one of my favorite categories of gifts. Sarah, what's your what's your suggested stocking stuffer? I have millions of these too. That's like my favorite (laughs) category. Um, But I would say, okay, I have two that are tied and I just have to get them out there. So the first one's a micro stitch. Oh, I've seen you talk about this so many times. (laughs) I'm curious. (laughs) We use it all the time. So it's like this little, like, it's almost like a price tagging gun, but it's like a smaller thing. And then you just if your shirt's like too low or whatever, you just like put a few stitches in and you're good to go. Like if your button's gaping or if your bra showing, you can like, it's almost like a clothing stapler. And so it just like helps you do like last minute alterations. And it's like $30. And it's just, it's just incredibly helpful to have like a tailored fit without like having to spend a lot of money or if it's just like last minute or you're traveling. That and is then, really the perfect stocking stuffer. 
It is. And then there's another one that's just practical that I think anyone can use as a stocking stuffer. And it's, I've been using, I hate shredding and I've been using this stamp that just like blocks out everything. You just like roll it and it like blocks out all your personal information. So you don't have to shred. You can just like recycle it. I posted that and it was surprisingly so popular. Oh, that's really genius. As somebody who has no desire in my New York City apartment to find space for a shredder, and just yeah. is like, I'm just going to gamble. That's actually very smart. Yeah, that sounds great. Great choices. Becca, what's your stocking stuffer of choice? 100%. It's going to be the Amazon Claw Clips. It's an eight pack that I really like. It's $8.95. There's all kinds of cute colors and patterns. And they last forever. Very cute. What about you? What you are can you always bringing? use more. Yeah. Who doesn't need more cute claw clips? Everyone needs them. And I went different direction. I grew up in a candy in your stocking household, which was nice. And so I've brought a recent food that I tried that I adored, which is the Tate's Bake Shop Cookie Bark. Now, I'm not a crunchy cookie person, so Tate's cookies don't do it for me. Never have. But the cookie bark, it's like pieces of the cookie with chocolate around them. I think I bought this on a whim at the grocery store and literally ate them in like within 12 minutes of bringing them inside my house. They are so good. So good. I'm literally going to Whole Foods after this and I... You must get them. I'm on the lookout. You must. If I don't find it, I will be so upset. Are these the ones that are like really crunchy cookies? Is that the company? Yeah, it's like the hard cookies. Okay. I don't... Yeah. I I like the hard cookies. Even though I don't... chip with dark chocolate and sea salt. Sorry. I I felt very important to clarify. (laughs) I will be on the lookout for this this afternoon. Are you a crunchy cookie person? No, but I do like Tate's cookies. I would not okay. I would not identify as a crunchy cookie person, but if you gave me a Tate's cookie, I would happily eat it. Sarah, what about you? Also feels important that I know. I like crunchy cookies as long as I have like a coffee or something that I can dip it mm. into. Mm. It's important clarification. So obviously the most important category, <laughs> what what are you gifting to yourself this holiday season? It's not peace of mind. It's something that you can buy online. (laughs) What am I not gifting myself all the time? Um, (laughs) I would say that we've recently worked with Dorsey and I truly love it as someone. I never really wore a lot of jewelry and it's just like so pretty, but not being too expensive because I'm kind of practical and it just, I always get tons of compliments on it. I'm wearing the necklace now. It's like the Clements necklace. And it's just a company that has like lab grown sapphires and some diamonds and it just looks fancy and it makes me feel fancy, but it's like not too expensive and I don't feel guilty buying it for myself. Like what's the price point? Um, Approximately. This this one, this necklace that I'm wearing now is I think $250. Okay. So I mean, it's still pricey, but like it's not the price of like diamonds. Sure. Sure. Love jewelry as a gift to self. Well, I, I also have a jewelry gift to sell. So, oh, look at that transition. Very nice. <laughs> so I worked at Bobble Bar back in the day and I really OD'd on statement jewelry. We were just, you know, always wearing so much jewelry. And so then I feel like when I left, I was like, oh, I don't want to wear jewelry anymore. But this year, I feel like I'm ready to get back into jewelry. And... I specifically feel very inspired by an aesthetic that I'm calling fourth grade core. Like I want <laughs> jewelry that reminds that is like fun and playful. Like and Susan reminds Alexandra me. stuff. Not quite, but like that is 
a little bit little kiddish. Like there's this necklace that I have my eye on that was in the Barbie movie. And it's like this like heart necklace that I really like. But okay. So there's this bracelet from a company called Misoma, which is, I think it's a British brand. And they call it a charm bracelet. It's not a charm bracelet. Nothing's dangling from it, but it has like five gemstone hearts on it. And it just reminds me of something that I would have loved as a kid. So it's 18 karat gold plated and it's $175. I am watching this so hard for Black Friday to see if I could get like a 20 or 30% off. I mean, I think I'm at the point where I'm getting it either way, but I'm just very into like kind of dainty, but nostalgic jewelry right now. Me too. That is awesome. Great find. Signing up for the Black Friday stuff. Okay, Olivia, what about you? What about me? I uh, am going to suggest that you gift yourself the best gift that I've ever gotten for myself, which are my Bose Quiet Comfort noise canceling headphones, which probably single handedly have improved my mental health because you don't hear anything with these. And I'm very triggered by noises, <laughs> repetitive noises. Is it weird that when, noises. I, when I picture you in my head, you are wearing these like huge <laughs> noise canceling headphones? <laughs> Not weird at all, because when I picture myself, I see them too, because I'm happier (laughs) with them. (laughs) But they're just the best. I love using them in the morning for like if Jake's doing housework, I can't hear a thing. Planes sing. Oh, my God. I can't even tell you how much better my plane experience is with these. Like, oh, just an absolute game changer. Can't hear babies when on planes. Can't hear chewing. Can't hear people talking. Can't hear the weird plain white noise, which I weirdly need to fall asleep now, but don't like if it's just in the plane. So anyway, I really suggest them. They're just absolutely the best. And they go on sale a lot. And they're on sale right now. I mean, I don't know if they'll still be on sale next week, but those are the ones you shared this yes. morning, right? Yeah, they're 40% off right now on Amazon. And they're like a early Black Friday deal. I just happened to click on the email they sent me and there they were. So yeah, they're really great. So we also each have a bonus category, but Sarah, we gave you a different one because you have a nine-year-old daughter. So I feel like you're especially adept at at answering this question, but what is the kid slash tween gift? Like not that you're giving to your own kid, but you're giving to like a niece or nephew or like a best friend's kid. It is so weird. The things that fourth graders are into, um, like I want to know. Yeah. Like they're really into skincare and it's like really like, it's so weird. Like Rebecca was getting, was looking for a gift for her friend and she's like, she just like really wants Laneige, however you say that face wash. That's what she like really wants for her birthday. And I'm like, what? And it's just like a thing. Like honestly, drunk elephant was a genius because like they had a lot of issues. And then I think they like remarketed their products for like teens and teens just like love like drunk elephant glow recipe. I even asked my neighbor like what she wanted and it was like the same glow recipe was huge and water bottles blowing my mind. It is crazy. And I'm like, what do you guys like? What? Well, you know, now that you say that I did like beg my parents to get me proactive even though I really didn't have acne that was that bad, but I saw the commercials all the time. I was like, I guess I need this to be a cool, (laughs) the cool preteen. So like, maybe it's just cooler now and like probably less like astringent on your skin. It's like Katy Perry uses it. So I need to use it. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. I'm curious to learn more, but that's a great start. I feel like I would never think that for my 
cousins or anything. Wow. Yeah, I was blown away. So now, Olivia, for us, we did a bookish gift pick. So what are you bringing as a bookish gift pick? So my pick is this reading journal from the brand Papier. Sounds it's very fancy. Anyway, they do journals and all kinds of things. So if you're looking for an alternative to tracking your books online somewhere on an app, you can track it in a little journal. And who among us doesn't need another cute journal to add to our pile? Uh, And you can personalize them with your name, which is really cute. They have all kinds of different designs. They're just really beautiful. And I have one that I'm going to start using in the new year, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh, fun. What's your pick, Becca? I brought two. So kind of along the same lines, the first one is gifting a five-year journal, which I think has been one of Mm. the things that I am most happy about doing for myself this year, starting a five-year journal. And I'm still on year one, but I'm so excited to get to year two and to have the entries to look back on. It has just been such like a positive, affirming experience to have this journal. And as everyone who listens for a long time knows, I had such journal FOMO. So now I'm finally like doing my own journal. So the one I have is from a brand called Lectrum. It's You can get it on Amazon. We'll link it in the show notes. I don't think it's necessarily like the specific brand or one is important, more so just the concept. But I also have a funny one that I just heard about on the A Thing or Two podcast. There is something called Nobody at home can even guess what I'm going to say. It's called the cock mark. <laughs> and it's a bookmark <laughs> that is okay. a dick. You're right. <laughs> and I I think it would be a very specific person that you are gifting this to. I don't think Thank it's you for, for signing everyone. the link. I couldn't envision it. I don't <laughs> no, think I, need to. I don't think it's for everyone, but I do think it would be a really freaking funny gift to give somebody <laughs> with a book. Wow. Um, oh my gosh, the the veins, <laughs> the pack. Oh my god, the one. Oh my god, the one with the tassel. <laughs> so funny. I'm. It's I'm so horrified, funny. but also like I guess it's smart. Wow. And uh, it's like, I mean, my friend Elizabeth doesn't read, but it's like there are certain people in my life that I could gift this to, and it would get like a big reaction. Also, real wow. funny thing to bring to a white elephant. For That's sure. true. That's true. I'm gonna put that in my white elephant guide. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Did did you everyone did you see the one with the tassel? Did you click yeah. on the link? Yeah. Just, so good. You I have to really it see it to understand, but my God. <laughs> Someone was just thinking over time and design there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what a what a note to end it on. Uh <laughs> Sarah, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on the internet so they can get more shopping recs? And it sounds like you have a Black Friday guide coming. Um, yes, uh, hopefully we'll see how it goes, but, um, you can find me at Instagram.com slash it's my sister made me buy it, but there's dots between each word. It's so annoying how to explain or my sister made me buy it.com. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Oh my gosh. We had so much fun. Great. (laughs) Okay, Olivia, let's get into some end matter. What are you obsessed with? Okay. My obsession is the sweater that I'm wearing right now, which is this cashmere sweater from J. Crew, which I, I invested in it before I went to England in the Cotswolds for fall. It's this brown color. It's ribbed. I do have to use the sweater shaver thing on it, but uh, 
Otherwise, I really like it. And I've gotten a lot of use out of it. And the cashmere just feels nice. And someone hugged me recently and they're like, is that cashmere? And I was like, this is the richest I've ever felt in a single moment. J. Crew is having a big comeback. I yeah. have a lot of things from J. Crew on my Black Friday J. Watch Crew list. and Gap. It's like the only places I want to shop lately. Interesting. Yeah, I, I like it though because it's affordable, but then also J. Crew especially has like nicer pieces and yeah. Anyway, what's your obsession? Okay, so my obsession is that it is peppermint mocha coffee creamer season. And I ordered my groceries online this week, which I I usually don't do because there's like the tipping and the markup. And I, I try to go myself to not waste money. But I was feeling especially lazy. And I was like, the only way that I'm cooking is if I order groceries. So I did it. And I saw that they had peppermint mocha creamer. And... I don't know if you know this about me, but I am in creamer recovery right now. I, I, I've been off creamer this I, year. Did something happen between you and creamer? Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of last year, I had a bottle of, I don't know what kind of creamer, but some kind of like mm-hmm. very chemically unnatural creamer. Right. And I went to shake it oh, and no. there was something wrong with a lid. Like it was cracked or whatever. I ended up getting it everywhere. And so then I thought I cleaned it up well, but I missed some areas. And it dried into this rock hard deposit on my kitchen island that like I was using all sorts of chemical cleaners that I like could not get it off. Like I was finally using my nails to get it off. And I was like, I... I can't be putting this in my body every morning. Huh. It was a wake-up call for me. Got it. So I stopped using creamer this year. Were you year. just imagining it, like solidifying yes. within your body? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Not great. Not great. So I stopped with creamer, and I've been doing either just half and half or half and half, and then I got some of the syrup, which I don't know if that's better, to be honest with you. But I haven't really been doing coffee creamer this year. But peppermint mocha is my all-time favorite. Olivia. Yes. It is so good. Becca just like gripped the table and looked at me. It is so good. I just, on a whim, at the grocery store got... Which, by the way, Jake and I randomly went to the grocery store at 5 p.m. I felt like I was shopping during the apocalypse. It was so dark outside. I was like, I've never been in such a depressing place. Anyway... Impulse purchase was the Chobani peppermint mocha creamer. I've yet to try it, but it is in the fridge. I Well, first of all, I want to hear your review. But second of all, I want you to buy the regular one and test them head to head. Should I put both in Petri dishes and just see what happens? Oh, I would be interested in that too. But uh, taste wise, I'm curious if it compares so that I can lust after it because I will never find it in my New York City grocery (laughs) store that doesn't get any of like the fun specialty items. All right, this is my duty. The one thing I don't like about the Coffee Mate specialty flavors is that I want them to come in little tiny bottles. I don't need like the gargantuan, like two liter of creamer. I do when it comes to peppermint mocha (laughs) creamer. I didn't like it. it. Yeah, but I need it to last me through Mm. Christmas. That's a good point. Well, but you know you like it. Well, I'll report back. Okay. What are you reading? I haven't finished anything since we recorded a few days ago. Yeah, to be fair, it's been 48 (laughs) hours. Uh, But what about you? I am obsessed with the book I'm reading right now. I started last night, maybe once, maybe twice by Alison Rose Greenberg. And it is a rom-com. The premise of the book is this kind of 
messy 35-year-old aspiring musician made a marriage pact with two different guys in the past that if if they were still single when they were 35, they would get married. And both guys... That, well, the cover copy says both guys come to collect. It's a little bit more complicated than that. I am enjoying this book so much. Last night, I was really struggling between the urge to never go to bed and read it straight through in one shot and to fling it out a window because it was so well-written and was making me seethe with jealousy. Yes, we were texting about it. I believe your exact words were, I hate myself. And then you said same, even though you're not reading it. (laughs) I can relate to the feeling though, where it's like, it's so good that you're like, not sure if this is going to inspire you to, to be better in some way or it's like just going to make Montana. you spiral and give up completely. Yeah. But it's so good that you just have to keep reading either way. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. I have not done any work today because I, I cannot possibly write my own book in the shadow of this book. So I need to finish it, close it and then start my own work. I will take, I, I told you last week's low, I will take any excuse right now. <laughs> I'm right there with you, which is why I'm here. Cause so there won't be any work done tonight. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so that's what we have. We do have our book club next week. I need your help. I need voicemails from you all with questions, with reactions, with things to talk about, about the Christmas Orphans Club, because otherwise it's going to be really awkward. Because I can answer your questions, but I can't really pose any questions. <laughs> well, I will ask you questions, but it is really great to hear actual voices. And I know that everyone has so many thoughts and questions about the Christmas Orphans Club. So. Yeah, you need to be the co-host so that I can be the guest. You yeah, being the listener. You are the, oh, yeah. Well, no, you're, you're always the co-host. <laughs> Beck is like, you need to be the co-host. And I was like, I can do that. Anyway. Oh, my God. Call and leave us a voicemail, 843-405-3157. Again, that's 843-405-3157. I feel like I'm in an infomercial. Can we, can we put that to the Noah Khan song? You know, he has the phone number in the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just leave us a voicemail. Things are getting... Things are going down. The sun has set. It's 5.04 and things are going downhill fast. Well, this is like your low. This, this is, is just what low. happens. Anyway. Read my book. Tell everyone about it. Oh, join our Geneva group. Yeah, it's basically like this. <laughs> yeah, it's chaos. We're still on Facebook. We're on Instagram <laughs> at Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. I'm also on Instagram now at Famous people reading, famous PPL reading. Dumois just responded. I I can't wait to see what next Wednesday is like. I've either quit entirely or I have 10,000 followers. It's one or the other. I think we know which one. I've quit? No, obviously (laughs) 10,000 followers. Viral by Friday or I'm quitting. Viral by Friday should be on a tote bag. I don't know what it means, but I just like it. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Where Who are you? Who... Hold on. <clears throat> Olivia just tries to keep <laughs> earnestly answering these questions. Oh my God. <clears throat> I'm Olivia. <laughs> What's wrong with me? We're, <laughs> we're not even drinking. It's fine. <sighs> Don't look at me. <laughs> this is happening. 
I'm on Instagram at Olivia Mentor. <laughs> That's not funny at all. I don't know what's happening. You don't deserve a plug. Uh, don't follow me. <laughs> Just don't follow her. Follow the Olivia Mentor method. <laughs> yes. Um, we have to go. Goodbye. <laughs> I need your help, listeners. Oh, I thought you meant me. No. I was like, I am here. <laughs> the voicemails? Yeah. One sec, I need to find our number. We should make a jingle with the song. I mean, sorry, we should make a jingle with the phone number. So then it's like, how could you not call 1-800 us? 1-800-CARS-FREE. I want people just to be like on their drive home be like, you know who I should call? Yeah. <laughs> Random voicemails. We should have an episode where people just vent. I think I would enjoy that. I would too. <laughs> Okay, great.